0: Why don't we talk about that more often? Why is that not, is it too scary? Like, why is that not one of the first things we talk about? Ladies gents, non-binary friends, welcome back to another episode of Growing Up Bundy. I am your host, as always, Sydney Davis Jr. Jr., and today we're just going to dive right in. We are going to take a look at a character, a group, a belief that originated in the Dead Sea Scrolls and therefore Judaism and also kind of segued into Christianity, and these are again creatures question mark characters question mark who appear both in hebrew text and christian text and are very curious and i don't know why i never thought more about this back when i was you know actively going to church all the time and why we never heard more about this in baptist teachings anyway i I mean maybe your experience is different if you grew up baptist who knows but we're going to talk about the nephilim So the Nephilim are, uh, first of all, spelled N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M. Sometimes they appear with two L's, depending on where you're getting your information from. But the Nephilim are these creatures, these monsters, if you should use that term, that first appeared in the Book of Jubilees, which again came from the Dead Sea Scrolls, one of the most ancient texts in terms of religion. The Dead Sea Scrolls were written in Hebrew. And the book of Jubilees in the Dead Sea Scrolls actually contains what we now know as the book of Genesis, as well as the beginning of the book of Exodus, which are the first two books in the Old Testament, which is the Christian Bible. And a lot of times, the Hebrew Bible is considered the Old Testament, except in Judaism, they stop with the Old Testament. They don't continue to the New Testament. The New Testament was edited and added by Christians. So, anyway, who are the Nephilim? What were they? Let's talk about it. So the Nephilim were said to be creatures that were the product of both fallen angels as well as human women here on earth. So when angels were first, according to the text, put on earth, God told them basically don't touch human women, don't do it, don't have sex with them, don't mate with human women. And they turned their back on god and they did and they created the nephilim so that is what makes them fallen basically is that they rebelled against what god said and he very specifically said don't do this they did it anyway and now we have the nephilim the name nephilim again n-e-p-h-i-l-i-m in hebrew means giants from the term nephilim with an f or Um, to fall from the word niphal which is n-e-p-h-a-l they believe that the combination of those two words is where this name came from now in christianity according to uh, csbible.com in genesis 6 1 through 4 the bible calls them the offspring of the sons of god and at the time the sons of god was a reference to angels and also the daughters of men obviously the daughters of human beings So as I stated earlier, the fallen angels had broken the rule that they weren't allowed to touch human women, and they committed sexual immorality in the eyes of God, and they rebelled against him, and he took that as a personal offense. So Jude, the book of Jude in the Christian Bible, um, Jude 6 and 7 talks a little bit more in depth about this and how these fallen angels produced the Nephilim and were then, the fallen angels were then locked away in hell, kind of as comeuppance, I suppose, for what they had done as a sin against God. Now, the question I had there, and I end up with a lot of questions, a lot of them I'll answer towards the end as I Google the answers, but the Nephilim appear throughout the Bible for a very long time. They're actually before and after the flood. And in a lot of places where the discussion of the Nephilim happens, it's said that one of the number one reasons God flooded the earth was actually to rid the earth of the Nephilim. In the Christian Bible, a lot of times we talk about how the flood was enacted upon the earth to get rid of the sinners because God was unhappy with the way that um, human beings were basically behaving and and not adhering to the rules that he had set. But in a lot of other texts, especially in these verses that you can find in the Dead Sea Scrolls and in the more kind of in-depth verses in Jude, it's actually said that a big part of it was to get rid of the Nephilim because he was really sick of them. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. So I was a little bit curious the more that I read about them. And I was like, are they good? Are they evil? What was it about them that made God want to rid the earth of them so badly that he flooded them? But also when he flooded the earth, they still appeared afterward, and the reason this confused me was because it sounds like the moment this first happened, it sounds like the moment these angels interacted and had sex with the human women and they produced a the Nephilim, it sounds like they were put away in cages forever in hell as punishment for what they did. But the Nephilim appear in so many different places, both before and after the flood, that one, flood clearly didn't work, getting rid of them. But two, did this keep happening? Did angels continue to have sex with human women and produce these Nephilim? Are Nephilim immortal? Do they live forever? Like, Why is it that even after the original sin that happened, um, those angels, those fallen angels were punished, why do these Nephilim keep showing up? where are they coming from that was my main question and also if god's theory is that if he floods the earth he's going to get rid of the nephilim why were they still there they're obviously coming from somewhere what's going on with that either angels continue to fall or it didn't work and that just doesn't seem that doesn't really line up with what christianity wants you to think about god as you would think that if he had a plan and he acted it he's god it would literally work by no other reason than the fact that he's god but anyway They also appear in Numbers, and they also appear in the book of Ezekiel. So Numbers is a book in the Bible, and they appear in chapter 13, verses 32 through 33. They also appear in Ezekiel 32, 27. And in both of these places, they are spoken about as, again, evil, bad news. You don't want to be around them. They are the product of sin, and they are also referred to as giants in the majority of the places that the, the places that they appear they are giant they are strong and apparently they get into a lot of trouble but i wanted to hear more about whether or not they were good or evil so i looked more deeply into the book of jubilees and jubilees is actually where it's confirmed that god wanted to flood the earth in order to get rid of them so then i was like why though right everybody keeps talking about how they're big and they're giant and god didn't like them and they were born of sin but why would you flood the earth to get rid of them? What was it that they did? So I found an article called, were the Nephilim genetically psychopathic? It's written by uh, Richard B. Sorensen. But long story short, he said that they were proud, they were belligerent, they were they were considered sexually aggressive and prone to conflict. So it sounds like a hot mess. It sounds like they had anger problems and they were huge and there was very little people could do to contain them. So people didn't like them. They caused a lot of trouble. Then I thought to myself, Does that make them more human or more angel? Could the Nephilim go to heaven or hell? If the earth was in fact flooded in order to rid the planet of the Nephilim and to basically start over, did they go to heaven? Did they go to hell according to the Christian Bible? Like, what happened there? So, I found I I was looking this up and I, I was Googling and I found a question somebody had posted called Are demons the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim? And I was really curious about that because I'd never heard that theory. And basically boiling this down, um, since they are not human, they wouldn't benefit from the same rules and rewards as human spirits. So in Christianity, you are told that if you believe in God, you go to heaven. And if you accept God into your heart and Jesus into your heart as your personal savior, you go to heaven and you're considered saved. But I guess since the Nephilim weren't entirely human, they were only half, that didn't necessarily apply to them. Now, nowhere that I found this information was there... Any biblical text or any uh, verses cited in order to kind of back up this theory, but it seems like that is a more widely believed theory that because they were not humans and they were not created in the image of God as Christianity says that um, human beings are. They basically didn't reap the same benefits. They weren't members of the club. So they neither went to heaven nor hell, which is why a lot of people think that perhaps demons that roam the earth now are actually the spirit of the Nephilim who never got to move on to any kind of afterlife. But then I was wondering, I was like, okay, so you are going to flood the earth. You're going to rid the earth of these Nephilim. You're going to get rid of them. They're bad news. But now they're going to roam the earth as demons that can still cause trouble that can still cause problems, and that can still basically do the majority of what they did when they were alive, but now they're immortal. So it just just seems like there was a flaw in the plan there. Then, as I was doing more research, I wondered to myself, could they have genders? Were their boy Nephilim? Were their girl Nephilim? And if so, if there were different gendered Nephilims, or maybe they had their own genders, I wasn't sure, could there also be offspring of Nephilim? So, for example, you know, I asked earlier, if you did, in fact, imprison all of the angels that created these Nephilim with human women, and there were more throughout the Bible, I mean, they appear in several different places, could they have their own kids? Could they have their own offspring? So were there male and female? Were there mating abilities? so the general consensus that i found i looked everywhere i looked in actual biblical text i looked on websites about the bible i looked on just general message boards like reddit and quora and the general consensus seems to be that they were in fact all male and that very much like mules i don't know if you know this but if a horse and a donkey have a baby it's a mule and the mule is sterile they all agreed that um the nephilim also probably would have been sterile as well because they were a crossbreed and very similar to Nature, Um, if you have certain breeds, their offspring cannot produce more offspring. They're sterile. And then I found a question that I hadn't even considered, but then I was curious. Somebody had asked, was Goliath a Nephilim? And for those of you who don't know who that is, there is a story in the Bible about uh, David and Goliath. David is a man. Goliath was a fearsome giant, and David fights Goliath. And I won't spoil it for you. You should go look at it. But it's one of the most famous books of the Bible. All I could find on that theory was that it was never confirmed. He was never called an Ephelim, but basically, that people wouldn't be surprised if he was, except I do believe that Goliath and his family had descendants. I was reading about his brother and the lineage his brother had, and so if he was in fact having kids and grandkids, then he probably wasn't a Nephilim, if in fact the Nephilim was sterile. So lots of questions. I didn't get a lot of answers, because as you know, there's not a lot of uh, proof out there for any of this, but I just thought it was very interesting. I thought this character or this Thing, this being this creature from the bible doesn't get talked about nearly enough first of all why don't we talk about that more often why is that not is it too scary like why is that not one of the first things we talk about it's like yo did you know in genesis they talk about these evil giants that roam the world like crazy also why is that never brought up when we learned about the flood that was never brought up at least in my class i grew up baptist maybe it was brought up in yours but i feel like the nephilim being one of the number one reasons why the earth was flooded is a huge part of the story And then you're like, did Nephilim accidentally make it onto the Ark? Like, did Noah put Nephilim onto the Ark? Was he specifically told not to put any Nephilim on the Ark? And then if he did, but they were sterile, would that have even mattered? Would it have been two males? Yada, yada, yada. You can go down an entire rabbit hole trying to find out more about the Nephilim and what they're all about. But I just thought this was super interesting. I thought you'd enjoy this miniature deep dive I did into this character, this creature. I thought it was very interesting that uh, they appear in the Dead Sea Scrolls, which I'm going to do an episode about the Dead Sea Scrolls very soon, but it is a lot of content and I want to make sure I do it correctly. And not only does it appear there, but because it appears there, it appears in the Hebrew Bible and it also appears in Genesis and Exodus in the Christian Bible, the Old Testament, and then they were giants. They were giants they were huge they were evil they were apparently rowdy i don't know the description to me sounds like the majority of the football players i knew in college but yeah, no. what are we going to say about that but i encourage you to google the questions that i was talking about could they have kids could they go to heaven or hell was goliath a nephilim were there genders like I encourage you to look up any questions that you have about this and maybe you'll find something I didn't and if you do please let me know you can hit me up on Instagram in the comments of wherever you're listening to this on Facebook you can email me you can hit me up on my website I would love to know what you find about this and if I get enough responses I might as well just do a second episode about it and kind of follow up and also I want to know more about these women like what like what like how do you anyway I don't even want to know how you raise a Nephilim or do you, or do you just release it into the wild? Are Nephilim like able to walk whenever they're born and they're giants, right? So does it like kill the mom? I don't know. There's so many questions. Okay. Bye.